Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is your commander in chief. Uh, I'm issuing a warning. The following podcast contains adult content and intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Hey, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Marina Shafir. Hello. We are uh, the fighter and the kid is running long, so we're not in the office right now. We're actually in a, uh, another office with DJ. It's, it's that's that's the respect we get. We're, we are we are in the, we, we we're in the fucking janitor office right now doing doing the pod. No, it's actually a nice. Office. No, it's actually a really really nice office with liquor. Yeah, yeah we're looking it? at McAllen 18 and Gentleman Jack on the, the and the Gina counter. Carano. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We're looking at Gina Carano, which is always. always Always a good thing. Who's actually in the new kickboxer movie I heard today uh, with, with with GSP? I guess they, they fight the aliens. Uh, but um, so, uh, anyway, so there's a lot to get to. Uh, we have Angela Hill who's fighting Emily Kagan this Friday night on Fox Sports in the Ultimate Fighter finale. We're gonna break down the fights. We were supposed to have Uriah Hall on the show, but he yeah, Uriah, what the hell? He didn't dude. get back to me, uh, or he said he was coming, and then John Dodson. Had an emergency, so and then I don't know. Well, I think we're going to try to call Ben Askren during the show. Not even tell him. We're just going to call him and see if he wants to be on the show uh, during the show. And three way with Hector. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll call Hector. <laughs> I think we should do that. We should actually. We should actually. Can we just cap it with Bisping too? Yeah. Well, how, well yeah. Honestly, that, I got more people laughing at, at that whole thing, saying it was the perfect storm of awkwardness. Uh, that was the. Well, I let's listen to it again. And I, was, I couldn't believe last week because I was thinking about that show, and I'm like. Not only did like Hector Lombard kept asking us to come on, mm-hmm. and we get Bisping on the show, and then in the middle of the interview, he calls up to go, this is awkward. <laughs> he calls in <laughs> to an interview that's already on that wasn't his interview to tell Bisping, this is awkward. No, no, to tell Bisping, like, we had a really awkward handshake. <laughs> every every handshake with you is awkward. Then, Why would you just call, call up to a podcast and tell somebody that? And then Bisping's like, well, get the fuck out of my interview. <laughs> no, no, no. He, no, Bisping goes, goes, oh, okay, I'll try to work on that. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. what he said. He goes, I'll work on that. He goes, okay, uh, I guess you're the king of the of like the big handshakes. It was one of the, <laughs> I listened to that six times with my friends, and I, we laughed. I was in tears laughing. Just thinking about Hector Lombard calling in someone else's interview to tell him how awkward it was. <laughs> like, it was like a whole perfect new... perfect mess. A whole new precedent. I've never heard of that. So he basically crashed an interview and go, this is awkward. It's a perfect mess. <laughs> and nothing to do with the, the interview. Everybody's uh, freaking out, too, in the studio. We're like... DJ like, hang up, Adam. Hang up. Like, we hang up. Done with this and now. Then, 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 then I hang up. I go. We're gonna. You're not gonna use I that. He goes. Like, Are you kidding? We're totally gonna use that. I was like, he fucking told me to hang up the whole time. <laughs> well, I don't want to lose know- Hector long term. Like, I don't want him to say, you know what? I hate you guys. I'm Uh-oh. not doing this ever again. You totally uh, were freaking out yeah. a little bit. It was yeah. hysterical. You're like, <laughs> this is bad. This isn't good. <laughs> oh, people were like, have Hector call in every interview to tell someone it's awkward. <laughs> we got Hector Lombard on the line. <laughs> we should try honestly getting Asker and Lombard on today. I, I, I think we're going to do that because not. What, why not? Right? We should. Why not? Why Let's not? Let's do it. Uh, so that that anyway. Uh, what else is going on? So I had a good week. Uh, actually, I, it was hard. Thursday night I had a show with, with Rogan, 
and, at the ice house, and like it was the small room. There's 25 people, and Rogan's supposed to go on for a half hour, does an hour, and then I gotta follow him in front of his crowd, and it, which was hard. It was like. People were looking, like, the show was pretty much over after he does an hour of new stuff, and Rogan's a great comic, and he's, I mean, I learned a lot watching him, and it was, but going after him, I'm like, I had to bring out, it was like Bernard Hopkins doing old tricks of, like, crowd work, this, and I had to work my, like, did elbows. You, how'd you do? I did fine. I, I, at first, was, a couple minutes were kind of rough, and of course, Rogan's watching the first couple minutes, I'm like, you fucker, because like, I'm trying to, like, impress him, you know, because yeah, I still yeah, have yeah. that, like, oh, accept me, you know. Um, <laughs> so how does that work? So he opened up for you? No. Oh, it was just a show, uh, but he had to get out early, so he did oh. it. He, so he went on like right in the middle of the show. Supposed to do a half hour, but did an hour, which is fine. I mean, he, Rogan has that right. I mean, Rogan, Chris Rock, Chappelle, these guys. As a comic, when a comic comes and does a show like that, and they want to, they do as long as they want. But it's, yeah. but it sucks for the guy following them, you know. And which was me. Um, and well, how uh, long was your show? 12 minutes, you know, it was like, I was doing a, a regular set, which is what it is, and then, but by, but by five minutes in, I just realized, okay, I, I'm not gonna start doing, like, one jokes, one-liner jokes, because he's, he does, like, a long, elaborate theories, and it just wasn't, so I'm just gonna start fucking with everybody in the crowd, and then that was what, what worked, and I've been doing it for 15 years, I'm able to get out of that kind of situation, but I was like, afterwards, I was, like, kind of bummed, I was like, man, I wanted, to, you always want to see Rogan, see you destroy, you know, uh, and I was just kind of like, and I had a date with me, so that was like, oh, it's always, so of course I'm in my head, and she's like, she's like, good job, and I'm like, eh, it was okay, but then the next night I had a, a, a show in, in Sacramento, and, uh, and I had to do a private party, and they, it was a good paid, but it was a Christmas party, mm-hmm. and the guy was like, fuck with everybody, he was, like, he was already drunk when I got there, oh he's getting, and he's giving me that a list, awesome. he's giving me a list of coworkers who want any personal stuff to say about them, it's their Christmas party, and I just went off. And and he gave me a two hundred percent tip, which nice. was like uh, a couple extra thousand dollars. Is what I'm trying to say. And I was just like, oh, so that was. And, and it was all from the night before, I think, because it made me like hungry. You know, sometimes you need those people to make you hungry. Yeah. So so that was uh so that was good. Uh, and high five. High five. And uh, <laughs> how was your weekend? It was good. What did I do this weekend? I trained a lot. I trained all week. I had a hard training week, and then I had to work in the weekend, but. What am I? What did I do this week? I don't think anything like crazy. And where did you train? Everywhere. Now, did you spar? Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You, Feeling did, pretty good. Getting you, back in there. Were you knocking fools out? Um, I was throwing them on their asses. Nice. There yeah. You go. Yeah. I was going for the win. Going for yeah. the win. <laughs> all judo throws. Yeah. Right? yeah. No, no. Like at the end of the sparring, I ha- I went with this one guy, and like he's like. Come on, throw me, throw me. He was like trying to pressure test me, and I'm like, shut motherfucker. I just like, I worked my way in, and then I just hooked his outside leg, and he tried to like, he tried to lift me, but like the defense for like a double, or if anybody's trying to just lift you up in the air by your waist, is you just hook the outside leg. So I just kept it, and as soon as, as soon as he put me down, I fucking launched his ass. Like, seriously, like, and when I landed on him, like, I could just feel the air come out of his body. It was so funny. <laughs> And this was in the last 20 seconds of, like, our last round of sparring. Oh, that's great. So he was, like, he, because he's, like, taunting me at first, throw me, throw me. And I'm, like, do you want me to throw you again, motherfucker? And he's, like, no. <laughs> so you broke his back and made him humble, like the Iron Sheik would say? No, I just shut him the fuck up, though. I don't like it. I don't train. I don't get better when people are, like, taunting me. You know, like, I need calm, collected energy. Like, I need to know. it. That's not a time to, like, freak out. You know what I mean? It's. Mm. I hate that shit. Is he a professional fighter too? Or? Yeah. Yeah. 
Nice. He probably needs that then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everybody. I had a hot date. I was talking about my hot date on Sunday night. Outside of the girl from... Uh, a different girl. Different girl. Brand new girl. Uh, nice. Basically, uh, well, ha- well, what happened was I had a date on... Uh, I had two dates this week, but one date, I took her to the comedy show. It was all right. And then it was, of course, like the, the it was a comedy show Wednesday where like it was just... I bring a date and it's just thousands of women. It was like an orgy of, of, of chicks. Of course, that's what I bring my date to. It was like a nice girl. Uh, but whatever. Wow, you're such a gentleman. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, well, I work at night. It's hard to actually schedule dates. Like, I, unless they're coffee dates, which feel like business meetings at times, you know? So you get all the banter and everything out of the way on stage. Kind of, but she was laughing. I, I had a good set. It was another, another gig where the night, the time before that, it was just hell. Like this girl before me brought like twenty five people to see her, and then I get on, and they all just got up to leave. So then I tell them all to sit down. I go, "Don't you can't fucking leave." I'm, I'm, and then they all hate me, and they're resenting me, and I'm getting heckled. But I came back to that same place, and, and I had it was good. It was a really good show. Uh, and then another night, actually, this this hot porn star, like this famous porn star, who likes my friend. Was like flirting with me to get him jealous, oh, no. uh, which was like annoying because I was I was like buying. What's flirting for a porn star? Uh, <laughs> That's I don't such know. a good question. Uh, missionary. Uh, <laughs> so she like sitting on your face? Or? No, no. She was just like, "Hey, what are you doing later?" And then like, give me a kiss on the lips, too a little too long. And I was like, uh, "And this girl is like one of the top three porn stars in, in the world." Like, she's okay, like, "Just tell us who she is." Uh, so a legitimate porn star. No, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> but I, I think she likes my friend, and I think she's married, but they have an open relationship. I don't know what the deal is. So it was one of those weird things that I was like, but I was thinking about that like a guy would never. Like to get a girl jealous, flirt with her friend, but you know because if her friend says yes, you would just go for it, you know. <laughs> like, so I, I kind of got tricked into that whole situation. But uh, my date actually I went out with this girl who used used to wrestle in high school. Because I was looking through her her Instagram photos and she's in a singlet. I'm like, you used to wrestle? She's like, yeah. She's just a creeper. <laughs> well, no, I mean she was looking at my Instagram photos. I, I don't know. Such a creeper. Oh, she's in a singlet. I, I, what do you mean? It's one of her things. What? How is that creeping? No, you just you just don't creep on your date like that. Well, no, we, she was following follow me on Instagram. I oh, followed okay. her back. Okay. How oh, that that's creep? how you met her. I met her on Tinder, right? So, uh, no. so uh, uh, good on, old Tinder. Yeah, I met her on <laughs> Tinder, and then we went on. A, so we went on this date, and uh, she was super cool, like super fun, cool, sweet. Uh, we go, I went back to her place, and then, you know, started hooking up a little bit, and then she's like, "Don't get fresh with me" or something, and I was like. Well, all right, well, because I just I just went to grab her butt basically, and then she's like, "I'm like, well, you can get fresh with me." So <laughs> totally cool. <laughs> I am. You can be as fresh as you want. You know, like uh, you can you can you can be Whole Foods. Uh, I, don't, I don't care. It's it's all good. Uh, and then she she laughed. So I'm I'm gonna see her again. Uh, but she's a little bit awkward. A little bit like she's not into dating that much. But I kind of like that about her. You know, I don't want her. Sometimes like I like I like her. Her, her 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 vibe. We vibed well together. Okay. So uh, anyway, let's talk. Oh, I remembered what I did this weekend. Yes. I had a stunt job. No way. Yeah, yeah. I had a really really awesome stunt job. So where really I played a thug. Uh, a thug. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What kind of thug were you? No, it was just like a. It was for like this. I think it was like a horror sci fi movie. But what do you have to do? Um, take a couple punches, pretty much. Knock somebody over the head with like a piece of wood. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. I have the footage. I love how like the girl on our podcast is like, I, I fought. I, I, I was a stunt job, and I'm like, I went on this date. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, but also on version. Friday I'm going to PWG. Do you know what that is? Pro Wrestling Gorilla. 
It's that like super underground oh, pro wrestling yeah, show yeah. where oh, right, it's right, right. only capped at like 200 people I, I, and I it's like those. super enclosed. Those yeah. are fun. Yeah, one of my one of my old training buddies from New York is in it. No way. Yeah, me, Jessamine, and Shayna are going. No way. Yeah, Rhonda went to Rhonda went to the last one. Those are fun. Yeah. Those are I went to one of those. And then you get like you buy for like 4 bucks you get this huge pitcher of beer. I remember when yeah. ECW first came out, it was only like legal in New York and Philadelphia. And it was Extreme Championship Wrestling. And I'd never seen anything like it. I, I couldn't believe... And the, the audience would bring in frying pans to give to the wrestlers. And they hit each other with frying pans. <laughs> yeah. It was like when it first... This shit is crazy. It was, oh, okay. Uh-oh. That's, that, this is how professional you are. So, uh, I don't even know whose office this is, by the way. So, so, so uh, is this your office? It's a guy can fire us all, this, Oh, nice. Yeah. So, ECW, I remember there was a guy, they were talking, the first time I was watching it, I was hooked. I was, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh-huh. And this is when, like, Stone Cold, before he was Stone Cold, he just he had long hair, and all like, the guys that became, a lot of guys became big now, or were big after that. But they were, they were fighting by, by, like, the walkout, and this one guy had a fake arm, but you didn't know it, Right? And uh, and one of the wrestlers grabs the guy in the crowd's fake arm, rips it off, and starts beating the other wrestler. Oh my god, that's so awesome! And then I was just like, "Oh my god, it's the one-armed man!" I was like, (laughs) and I was like, I think I watched that four hundred. I was in high school, going, "Holy shit! I can't believe that happened at PWG because like it's so enclosed." Jessman told me that like. Everybody's like really packed and tight. Everybody's sitting on like lawn chairs. Not lawn chairs, those like little plastic foldy chairs. And the wrestlers jump into the crowd. <laughs> like they jump out of the ring and into the crowd, you know? And so like you have to like be care- you have to like know where your shit is, so you need to move out you of need the to way. Pay attention. Yeah, too. like you need to move out of the way almost uh. immediately. But she says, like, as soon as the wrestler, like, leaves, you never see people put their chairs back together so fast. Like... That sounds like a, a lawsuit waiting to happen. Right? Is there a waiver? It says... I'm pretty sure there is a waiver you just have to sign. That's... But that's it's fucking th- awesome. I'm so excited. It's gonna be so great. Speaking of um, wrestling, what do you guys think about this guy? Well, first we wrestling... We have, well, well, first Brooks. of all, first of all... You want to talk about Phil Brooks? <laughs> all right, we'll talk about CM Punk. <laughs> we, have we, have, we have our first match today, by the way. Our first actual thing that I'm coaching. Oh. Today, right after this, I'm going to coach our first match. Uh, but speaking of wrestling that everyone else will be interested in, uh, CM Punk. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about CM Punk. Um, They're not good ones. Uh, well, the thing is, is that, you know, the, the, you know, the UFC... Like, when you pay $60 to see people fight, you're expecting to see the greatest fighters in the world. And and that that's what I'm expecting to see, is, like, the, the elite of the elite, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and they're, you know, by, by, by letting in CM Punk, you're, you're, I think it's, like, kind of like when we saw that Manny Pacquiao playing that, like, game in the Philadelphia... Yep. Uh, I know, Philadelphia. And, 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 and played the, the Philippine Basketball League. And the, the Philadelphia, yeah. And, like, the, the Philippine Basketball League, and it was, like... Okay, and even that, it was like he played five minutes and it was over. They're let, he, like they're letting him play the whole game, basically, you know. And uh, in other sports, like you wouldn't see uh, Charlie Sheen play for the Yankees, you know. Um, you wouldn't see Oprah just join the Lakers. I, 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 and I understand that like he's obviously more qualified than Oprah to do that. But at the same time, I understand it's going to bring ratings. But people that watch WWE are fully aware of the UFC. Uh, it's not like it's a brand new thing, and, and then we have to capture people. Everyone knows who the fuck. There's not. I mean, 
very few people don't know about the UFC, or at least in our world. And if those people are not WWE fans, they're like grandmothers, or or they're you know extreme hipsters, or or, or they're you know cat lesbians. I mean, those people may not know what the hell's going on. But for the most part, every WWE fan is fully aware of the UFC. And bringing in this guy, I think, is not going to help. If they bring him in, he's going to get the shit beaten out of him, and then they're really going <laughs> to not not come back because it's it's one of their heroes. It's just got just got. It's not bringing in Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but what if he wins? Okay, let's, okay. That there's that. Okay, let's say what if that, he wins. That matters so much. Okay, they're going to put especially him- especially to WWE fans. They. They follow storylines, okay? Like, they want to know, no no matter how many episodes it takes for, you know, that answer, they're going to watch every single one. But who is he going to beat? They're going to have to find a guy in one of those UFC Chinas uh, who's like, you know, the guy's on Fight Pass. Doesn't at, matter. At 5 o'clock in it the morning. It doesn't matter. It's 2 in, It does matter. It doesn't matter. If you he, think WWE, you think that WWE fans follow UFC like the way UFC fans do they don't just like just like WWE fans follow wrestling we don't we underestimate how far into the the storyline that Okay, these fans if he, okay, are. if he comes in and beats one of these Asian guys with the fake blonde hair that's with the big afro that's that's 2 and 1 uh do you really think they're going to go huge victory for I, I, honestly <laughs> Phil for Phil yeah, Brooks? They would. No, no they won't. Yeah, they would. And they, then you're going to hear everybody in the fucking stadium go CM Punk. CM Punk. Do you no, know they're how, not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. I think yeah, they he are. can't win. I think for the UFC, he can't win, and I actually think that that's a bigger storyline. If he has, say, he has a three or four I think fight you're deal, absolutely right? Right. Yeah. And every single one, he struggles and just gets his ass handed to him. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic for the UFC because oh, yeah. then they can say, "See, wrestling people, you can't just walk but, off but, the street." But, and is, but is anybody really? Does anybody? I don't really think anyone's think- asking that question. But I think it's just they're answering a question that no one's asking. No, yeah. they're not. They're, they're, they're going. This guy has two million Twitter followers. Okay, we were allegedly down forty percent this year. Okay, according to some some. So things. it's kind of an injection, just like a real. Quick they're they're fix. looking at us like, yeah, okay, we're down forty percent. They took a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff on Fight Pass. They 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 they, they took a big hit as far as like putting out a lot of free content. Uh, three of the pay per views got canceled. Two pay per views got canceled this year, and. You UFC 180. I mean, I mean, it was like Cain Velasquez got hurt. I mean, they, 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 the main event had no one from Mexican, in, in the, the, except for Kelvin Gastelum, who's from Yuma. Uh, so they're, they're, they're down. Numbers are down as far as like so. It's a quick injury, injection of money. Quick injection of how could we get these 2.1? I mean, the internet blew up. It did. It, yeah. it Either way, the UFC is going to win after this. Either way, you, yeah. you. Either way, if he loses, they can create an amazing storyline off of that. If he wins, even better. I think that's yeah. only wins, because right. if yeah. he loses, it's good for the sport. Absolutely, yeah. that's only Absolutely. because MMA fans are, are are loyal. No, they're. Are you fucking kidding they're me? They're loyal, not to the fighter. What they're, they're are loyal, you smoking? They're, they're loyal to MMA. They're not loyal to certain individual fighters. They'll, they'll turn on you quickly. Uriah Faber got booed I don't last think week. They're even loyal to the promotion either. They're, no, they're loyal to watching mixed martial arts, right? And they're going to keep watching it. And people, look, people love Pride. Pride had those Pride fights of uh, you know five hundred pound guy versus this guy, professional. This is, but then they have to go that route. 
They have to go, listen, we're going to get CM Punk, but we're going to have a new type of celebrity fighting. Uh, have him fight Mario Lopez. I think Mario Lopez, AC Slater, beat CM Punk. I, I've seen the guy train boxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Freddie Roaches. At Freddie Roaches. People say don't spar with him because he'll try to knock you out. He's legit. He's a legitimate wrestler. He wrestled, he took like seven. He wrestled at California. Bayside High, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I totally remember him in his thing. He's a good wrestler. I will never forget that. <laughs> but he beat CM Punk. Thanks for just mentioning that. Let's take a second. But the thing is, is that, I mean, a lot of guys, beat, but now all of a sudden, the thing about the problem is, is that if you say, okay, CM Punk is allowed. You're then opening the door for the Green Power Ranger, right? Who's, who, who's now who challenged him? him yeah. Who challenged him? And then you're opening the door for. Can he challenge him in his Green Power Ranger suit? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Have an air on the Cartoon Can Network. It be in a walkout song. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> and then, like. And then, He's and then, doing, like, car wheels and backflips out of his walkout. He walks in with doing all the other. Doing, like, all the other Power Rangers are in his corner. <laughs> yeah, the, all the red Power Ranger, the yellow. I would love to see the Power Rangers, like, on top oh of the cage, like, like, by their banner. And then the <laughs> red Power Rangers just slaps him in the face before he walks into the game. Yeah, that would be amazing. I'd have what, the what, Power what? Rangers, and then, and then on CM Punk, you'd have the Big Show, and, yeah. and, and then the other guy, The Rock, and, yeah. and then Doink the, Doink the Clown, because Doink yeah. passed away, I found out. Because I said that Bellator signed Doink the Clown, and it was like, Doink died! Like, I, I didn't know he was dead, okay? I would not have made that joke. And like, so, Well, what about the rumor that Bellator was closed? In talks with him, and then the UFC was just trying to snag him because they didn't want Bellator to have him either. That's 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 another thing that might have happened. That very well could have happened. But then why? UFC why but, is such a jealous bitch. Yeah, <laughs> she is. But why wouldn't Bellator then get another wrestler? That's gonna. That's, uh, I mean, it's not going like to stop ben them Askren? from getting. Well, no, a, a WWE wrestler. Oh, like but like that's The Rock. But yeah, The Rock or someone like that. I mean, that's it's going to open the floodgates for. And every time Bellator wants someone, well, then the UFC's going to have to get them. It's a setting a bad precedent because. Yeah. And also the fact that they're not letting Ben Askren in. Ben Askren is 15-0. and 0. He was a two-time national champion. He was he has, at the UFC this weekend. He has the record for the most pins <laughs> like ever. He's come to most pins ever in, 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 in college wrestling. And he was an Olympian. Olympian wrestler. And he, and he was the Bellator champion. And you're saying he's not ready to come in. But we're going to bring in a guy who's 0-0, zero and zero, who's allegedly a blue belt, and who's never sparred, and, and who did Kempo when he was 7 or something. I, I mean... Like, what are we talking about here? Like, we're talking about practice. I mean, I mean seriously, what, what are we talking about? I mean, well, how is that right? It's not right. It doesn't, you, there's no way. And then you can say, well, Ben Askren pissed off the boss. And if you pissed off your boss, look, but you know what? As a comic, as this business goes, I know as a comedian, right, there are plenty of comedians out there who, who are, should be on headlining the, the Funny Bone or headlining the Improv, and they bring in Steve-O, you know? And it was like Steve-O, they brought in Steve-O, a minute after Jackass. He literally he had 15 minutes. Now he has an act. I heard he's better. I heard he's good as well. But at the beginning, he was stapling stuff to his head and lighting his balls on fire for eight minutes. And it, Driving I, in a vehicle and tattooing himself. I heard the shows were not very good. But people were like, you know what? Steve-O puts asses in seats. And that that's... To see a punk is going to put asses in seats. However, you're you're discrediting the sport element of it, right? You know, it, it's you can't say this, it's a sport, and we're going to sign a guy who's zero and zero with with no sparring or training or fighting. Uh, I mean, how's that? We'll all be watching. The world. Will be I, I tell you. I, if they own the right to CM Punk, if they, if they if they say Phil Brooks is fighting, nobody's going to give a shit because no one knows who Phil yeah. Brooks is. If, is he allowed to call himself CM Punk, or is the WWE to own that? I don't know. I mean, we'll have to look into that. But I think the contract, uh, the WWE, uh, the WWE has always owned those contracts, right? Yeah, like Hulk Hogan and but all. They announced them as CM Punk though on the in parentheses. 
See, and that's the thing. It's like, it's like how how they can portray CM Punk. Like if if it's in the media, I think we can call him CM Punk. What's so good about this guy? I haven't watched wrestling since I was like ten. What's have you so ever good seen about- him when you've gone to like the Gracie Academy and? Oh, I haven't. Um, he went to Rhonda's um, celebratory dinner. Well, what's so good about this guy? CM it was Punk really anyway? nice. Um, he's a really good fucking professional wrestler. You should. We should like pull up one of his highlights on YouTube. I, I but he's not even... going to be able to jump off the top turnbuckle. <laughs> I anybody in a camel clutch. <laughs> I mean, so, somebody on my Twitter said after Avi Lawler won, he was fully expecting CM Punk to come with a chair <laughs> and hit him over the head. <laughs> I'm next. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I know he's got really good jujitsu. I mean, he's athletic for yeah. sure, right? Yeah, but... like he's definitely super. super but when you athletic. know a punch is coming, it's a whole lot different. That's funny. How every fighter called him out though I mean literally <laughs> my Twitter feed was like Derek Brunson's like fight me Isaac Valley Flag was like fight me uh, Al Iaquinta Colby Covington was 155 was like please <laughs> fight me I mean oh Bisping Biz called him out yeah. Bisping called him out and then I mean how funny is that that every fighter and then uh, and then it was, one guy Tom Watson was like I don't want to fight T- CM Punk just because he, he thought maybe that wouldn't work <laughs> he goes I don't want to fight people were saying they don't want to fight him <laughs> like, I mean, it's ridiculous. And, like, I, I give the guy credit. At the same time, you know, have, I understand people want to prove something to themselves. But but there's also a respect for the sport that you have to have. Yeah. And there's a As a fan, you have to have it. But the UFC doesn't have to have it. Like, that's why they are able to do this. But, I mean, I guess arguably you look at the roster now. And maybe a third of the guys that are in now wouldn't be able to be in the UFC a few years ago. But yeah. now with all this expansion, yeah. there's there's a whole lot more room for people to just kind of, I don't want to say come is, off the street. Who is yeah. it going to be? The, the filter is Yeah, the filter is a little bit less thin. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. You know, like they're, they want to make more money. They're going to have to pull in certain talent, yeah. you know? So that's, what is that? All right, so we have Ange- yes. we have Angela Hill, uh, who is fighting this weekend, uh, this Friday night. She's fighting on the Ultimate Fighter finale. Uh, she's uh, she's got a huge fight coming up Friday night. How are you? What's going on? Talk to me. Um, I'm doing great. You know, I just got in uh, with my team on Monday uh, yesterday, so uh, we got to you know get a little get a little training in and got like. Uh, I don't know, adjusted <laughs> to the time difference and everything. So, yeah, I'm feeling good. Now, you're, now, you and your team are from Brooklyn, right? Uh, well, actually, I switched camps. I'm training out of uh, Triple G uh, Sports Academy in North Carolina. Okay. Um, and and so my Thai coach, uh, Brandon, he's from New York, so he's coming down tonight. So I have my MMA coach and my Thai coach here uh, cornering me as well as one of my training partners. Now, I, I, I watched that first episode. You were living at the gym, right? Yeah, I was living at the gym in North Carolina. Are you still living at the gym? Uh, I can't really say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're still, uh, still kind of doing, doing what we can. You might as well be living in the gym. <laughs> yeah. Might as well be living. I'm yeah. there a lot. Let's say that. <laughs> now, it was you and your, and your, your, your husband or your boyfriend, right? Yeah, now he's out there with me. At the time, I was there by myself, and uh, he was in New York because we weren't really sure. Um, 
if we were going to make the move or not. So I was out in North Carolina by myself training. So it's kind of nice this time around because now he's here and he's like working and living in North Carolina. So it's a little easier, a little hard. It isn't as hard, um, you know, being away from your family and everything. No, that's nice. Now he's a uh, fighter too, correct? Yeah, he's a fighter, too. He's a Muay Thai fighter. Nice. I like that. A Muay Thai fighter. Now, I got to ask you. We had Rowdy Beck on the podcast, and she said on the uh, season, you said that you masturbate till your fingers get wrinkly. Um, (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, It was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, what happened was we were playing this game, and basically you had to answer, um, answer however you like. Uh, but you put a question out there and then everyone writes down the answer. And so it was kind of funny because people wrote down like, you know, like, oh, once a day or twice a week or something like that. And I thought it'd be funny to write until my fingers got wrinkly. So, you're, so, 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 you, so you don't actually masturbate till your fingers get wrinkly? That's a complete lie? I mean, that, that's like, you know, special occasions, but not... <laughs> No, I don't know. It, it was just funny, I thought. So on special occasions, you actually do to they get wrinkly? Like what What are these special occasions? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure you've, you've tried to break a record on Guinness or something like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was just saying it to be funny. Oh, that's awesome. No, I think I was very interested in that because actually I, I like posted a, a thread about it. And people were really curious to know like, what the, like that. That's I can't believe how how you could actually do it to your fingers get wrinkly. I never heard of that. That's the whole. <laughs> I think people just don't talk about it that much. <laughs> I, I think it's, I think it's amazing. Now I remember on uh, on some of the episodes you you were farting a lot. Uh, you were just going mm-hmm. around and just farting everywhere. Uh, now does your boyfriend put up with that? I mean, does, does he actually? I mean, because if my girlfriend went around farting everywhere, I, I'd probably be very grossed out. Yeah, I mean, he does it more than me, so <laughs> he doesn't really have that much to complain about. But, um, yeah, like, it's it's kind of a joke or a game now. Like, we'll kind of put out a sentence. We'll say something like, oh, hey, what would you think of that fight? And um, and they'll say, you know, oh, I thought about that. And then you'll say, oh, well, you know what I thought? And then you fart. And so it's kind of like a, a little punchline to the joke sometimes, but... You know, I was I was kind of mad at UFC because they didn't show the setup. They only showed the punchline. So uh, it's like, yeah. you know, if you if you only hear the punchline of a joke, it's not going to be funny. <laughs> so, um, funny. so yeah, that's kind of like what I was doing there. I was just kind of setting up people to go, "Hey, what 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 are you going to say?" And I just fired. <laughs> Farting you know, as an answer is always hysterical. Yeah, I, I can't. That's a lot people need to know it. That's a lot of butt control, though. By the way, I mean the fact that you could you could fart on the punchline and have good timing. I mean, there might be another. Yeah, career- it, well, you know, it's a skill. You kind of got to work at it. Um, but eventually, you get to the point where you can just burnt, you know, as soon as you need to. Nice. That's I. I- as soon as you're <laughs> feeling uncomfortable, you just let one out. So, so I, I do- oh, nice. Good for you. <laughs> why, why, Marina, how often do you fart? How often? Um, I don't know. It depends on my vegetable intake. But you'll do it in front of your boyfriend? You'll just let it go? Well, Justin likes to fucking Dutch oven me all the time. No way. Yeah, it's really gross. And it's really fucking annoying. So sometimes if I get like pissed off enough, I'll get him. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You guys- no, because like I tell him all the time, I'm like... 
can you just like leave the room when you do that? <laughs> you know, like I understand yeah. if one slips, if like one slips out and you're like, oh shit, whoops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like when dogs fart, they scare themselves. Yeah. But, like sometimes you don't know when it's gonna happen, so you're just like, oh shit, excuse me, you know. But he just he'll fucking shove me under the covers. Oh, that's that's ridiculous. It's so gross. It's so nasty. You know, someone died that way once. Really? You have to be careful, Jack. Yeah. Wait, there, how, there's actually a woman whose husband killed her that way. Wait, so the, a woman whose husband, so the guy gave her a Dutch oven and, and his he fart killed her. Was, his fart was so horrible yeah, that she died? Yeah, he killed her. He, there's a whole article about it, how he went and ate, um, what was it? He went and ate a ton of Indian food and then he came back and was like chilling in bed with his wife and thought it'd be really funny. And but somehow murdered. like sucked all the oxygen out from under, under the covers. I, I'm, I'm calling complete bullshit on this story. I, I, I think this is made up. I think somebody's having fun with you. I believe no, it. it I'm going to find this article it's and show true. it to my boyfriend. Really? I thought it was an old wives' tale too, but it's actually it's on the internet, so it has to be true, right? That, that's got to be the worst funeral ever, to be like, oh, how'd, how'd it go? <laughs> You'll never believe how 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 Mary died. Uh, that's that's horrible. <laughs> yep. Now, yeah. Wow. Now, I know, Angie, um, on the show, uh, you lost to Carla in the first round. It seemed like, you know, yeah. you, you were a little out of your element because you're, you're, you're a Muay Thai fighter who was in an MMA fight, basically, and oh, you're I'm fighting sorry. an all-American wrestler. Uh, how, have mm-hmm. you, how have you improved your wrestling from, from uh, then to now? Um, well, you know, I was with the wrestling camp when I was there, uh, or right before I went to the show. Um, but I think if I had been with that, camp uh, a little bit longer I would have been a little more prepared because um, I think you know the the worst part about that fight is that I still feel like I could have won if I hadn't made like a few if I had made a few adjustments so it, it sucks watching it or it sucks thinking about it because I, I still kind of toss and turn at night thinking oh I should have turned in or oh, I should have uh, you know dropped my level just a little bit more so um, yeah it kind of sucks but at the same time I still have a lot to to show people because I didn't really get to display anything on the show. Uh, so, you know, a, a lot of people, um, especially if I, when I do get matched up to find another grappler, they might think that they'll be able to do the same thing and it's, it, they're going to be very surprised. So, um, yeah, I think if anything, I, uh, I definitely improved a lot since the show, um, just trying to fix those mistakes and you know if anything it just like kind of lit a fire in the mass and got me got me uh, you know a little more aggressive in the grappling department and you know just just making sure that doesn't happen again do you ever think about possibly knocking someone out and then farting in their face just like that could be like your move well, I mean, uh, fighting Emily Kagan, she got caught in the perfect position for that in her fight on the show. So, <laughs> do it, you know, do it, no, come that, on. That's sixty nine, man. If you get someone caught in there, good. Uh, but no, <laughs> no, my 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 fights usually have more bark than bite, so um, I think it might be a good setup for something else. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see, right? You will literally <laughs> blow her away. Oh, <laughs> you just see like it. her hair fly up in the middle of the fight and be like, "Oh, I know what happened there." I'm telling, I'm telling ratings <laughs> bonanza. Ratings bonanza. Um, Fuck CM Punk. We gotta like yeah, really we got, like hype this fight. We got Angie out. the Farter. Angie the Farter Hill. I, I, <laughs> Angie oh never runs God. out of gas during a fight. Now, um, now I gotta say, uh, what the fuck is up with Angela Magana? Uh, since uh, she started off the show, she was kind of normal. 
kind of sweet actually. And then halfway through, she's like, "I'm the queen. Lick my toes. I'm gonna beat you up with a strap on, uh, spiky dildos." I mean, she's out of her mind. What's going on? Naked butt. I think um, I think she's playing to the stupidity of the people who live to insult people who are, um, you know, uh, people on TV. Uh, it's, it's really weird, you know, because you don't really see it until you're actually living that life. And then you see like all the random messages that you'll get from, you know, they're nobodies. But at the same time, there's so much hatred in those messages from people who don't even know you. Like, I know after my episode, I got a lot of people saying, you're disgusting. I can't believe a woman will fart that way. And it's just like, dude, you know that everyone farts, right? Like, it's really like, it's just insane how angry people get off of nothing. And so after her episode aired with Heather, um, I know she got, like, a lot of shit for it. When in reality, you know, like, what happened wasn't that insane. It was just, like, a silly moment that happened. And, you know, they kind of edited it to make it look like a, a this crazy, like, you know, life-changing event that, like, like that traumatized Heather. When, you know, Heather was, like, fucking talking and chilling with Magania minutes or, like, you know, hours later. So, um, so people would send her messages saying that she's, she's evil and, you know, all this other shit, sending her death threats. And so she just kind of played into the character that they assumed she was. And so I think she's just having a lot of fun with it, you know, just kind of giving the haters someone to actually hate. So it makes a little more sense than just hating someone for the sake of, you know, hating them. So she's not, uh, so she's, I think it's pretty funny. Really? Like, I don't like log on to Twitter sometimes just to read all the shit that she said in the last like couple of days. But like, I think it's hilarious. So she's not really a dominatrix is what you're saying? <laughs> uh, you might want her to be, but um, yeah, I think she saves that for her special, her special someone, whatever she does. Right. <laughs> no, she's got some issues, but she's entertaining. You're absolutely right. She's definitely entertaining. She definitely morphed into this, this kind of nutty chick. But I, I, I give her a lot of credit. I mean, I give, I give all you girls credit. It takes a lot of balls to do it. Yeah. You guys yeah, you know, she's a sweetheart. I mean, I feel like everyone who I've met who's been a heel on TV or, you know, just like people who've built, it, built them up to a certain way, like, they've always been really sweet when I met them. Like, uh, when I met Ronda Rousey, you know, she gets so much shit, but she was like the sweetest person. And people who know her um, personally will tell me stories about them buying, like, their kids' presents for Christmas and shit. Like, you know, like, these people are human beings you know and like sometimes sometimes they rub people the wrong way with the things that they're caught saying on tv but you know what if uh what if somebody was following those people around all day with cameras you'd see a lot of shit that you didn't agree with either so all right yeah, so, so let's, think, let's break down some of the yeah, fights think, with you since you were on the show might be fun to break down the fights that? with you let's, let's let's break down some of the fights okay so who's gonna win uh angela hill or emily kagan you want me to answer that? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to win. <laughs> and you're going to win how? Um, I don't know. She's tough. You know, she hasn't really been finished yet. I want to, of course, I want to get the TKO but or get the KO. But uh, I don't know. She's pretty tough. All right. Isling Daly, Alex Chambers. Um, That's a tough one, you know, because I feel like Ashlyn kind of trots forward. And I think 
I think Ashlyn's kind of slow, and Alex is faster than her, but at the same time, Ashlyn looks pretty strong. Um, so that one, I think, I don't know, I'm thinking that might be a close fight, maybe just a split decision. I'm picking Ashling for that one. I, I just think she's in a different league. I think she's a. Uh, I mean, she's got a victory over Jessica. I. I mean, this girl's legit. Marina. I, oh, okay. I think that was know. a long time ago, though. I mean, uh, I think Lisa got a victory, or somebody got a victory over uh, Jessica Aguilar a long time ago too. So. Uh, Marina, who I do you like? I think Daly's gonna win. She's just tough, and she's been around. She's got a lot of experience underneath her belt. And mm-hmm. Alex, I trained with Alex. She came up to GFC at when they were in LA and stuff. She just seems. I hope she, sweetheart. I hope she just put on a little bit more muscle. If she did, uh-huh. you know, like I think she would have a good chance. Like if. But you, really but you also have yeah. thirty pounds on her, no? What? You you, you have a lot, you're a lot bigger than her. No? Yeah, but I, I'm in judo. You learn to move with people who are smaller and people who are bigger with you yeah. than you. And, um, yeah, I didn't get to really feel either of them, so yeah. I, I don't know. I yeah, kind of so, have a like <laughs> Alex is uh, just as good of a guess as you guys. Yeah, no, compared to like Al, uh, Beck and uh, Magania, who came to my gym, she seemed really small. Okay, you know, so mm. like if she if she put on a little bit of weight and a little bit of muscle, then she has a pretty good shot. She's pretty hot too, by the way. Alex? Yeah, I think she's very under, mm-hmm. underrated. Al- yeah, no, Alex is really pretty in, in person too. So. uh Rowdy Beck, Heather Clark, uh, you go first, Angela. Uh, me? Yes. Uh, Beck. How? Beck, the, uh, uh, I, I think Beck might tear her other ACL. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, she, she might, like, I don't know, like, I don't know. She might, like, kick her in the in the foot or something and her knee pops out. Or, I don't know. But, no, I, I think I think Beck for sure. Um Heather was aggressive in training, but I, I think Beck just turns it on more. She puts it together better Her than, uh, than Heather does. And Beck's striking is definitely better than Heather. So, yeah, I'd say Beck for that one. Marina? I, I say Beck, too. Her pressure, even she could be getting wailed in the face. She's still moving forward. Wow. Yeah. I've it, seen Beck fight you know, a few times, and I got to train with her as well. And, like, I don't. I don't see Clark dominating her anywhere. She doesn't believe in pants either. No, nope. every every I think that's really hot. Uh, I think more girls should actually not believe in pants. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Angela? Do you believe in pants? I like pants actually. I, I usually wear shorts, but um, yeah, I'm I'm into pants. So. You're probably yeah, crazy. You're that. probably crazy in bed. I can see that you're crazy in bed, though. Am I right? I mean, you seem like you're the kind of girl that you know, you 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 put it on guys, correct? I think I think you'd know. Uh, I think if you ask a bunch of fighters, they're actually really boring and lazy in bed because of how much training they <laughs> Really, you're boring and lazy in bed. You're just you, you... well. I mean, we're both fighters, so usually we're getting out of training and we're just like. Eh. Marina, hey, Marina, get, know, Marina lets guys pile driver. I, I, oh I mean, my god! Marina says that guys. That? Marina says her boyfriend has pile drived her before. Oh my and, god! And, oh wow! But, <laughs> but, she, but she says she, I'm going to I fucking just, murder just, you right happy, now. Are you like, serious? You, that's what you said. You said that you, you said that your boyfriend pile drives you, but you don't actually enjoy it as much as he does. I never said that. You said you take him for no. What I said was, if a girl does that. She takes one for the team. And how would you know this? I didn't say I did it. He's never pal drive you before? Oh, my God. I'm just saying they call him Paul Orndorff. That's what I'm, in, in, in your house, he's Mr. Wonderful. Uh, right? I mean, no? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me right now? 
let's just say, Angela, has your boyfriend ever pile drived you? No. Oh, <laughs> all right. Okay. So it's not that no. normal, Marina. All right. You were trying to convince me that everyone gets pile drived. I'm just saying. All right. So, uh, I'm so just... my my theory has been proven. Thank you, Angela Hill. All right. Gr- and... Grammatically, that'd be pile Pile driven. Thank you. Thank you, DJ. I appreciate it, DJ. Thank you. We, we don't call him the best in the business for nothing. You're a motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I, thought, I thought I at least had you here today. Oh, he's the and biggest. And I have no one. He's the biggest pervert out of all of us. Are you kidding me? I'm just saying, if anyone wants to make a get a, a, a meme of Marina getting pile drive, no, no, Would no, you? no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. No, can we get one of Adam being pile, yeah, pile please, driven? Yeah, please, please do. That'll be hilarious. Get one of me too. That'll be have Marina pile driving oh me. Oh my god! Yeah, that would be the best one. That would be, be the greatest oh thing my ever. God. All right, so JoJo uh, Calderwood versus uh, uh, Mia Ham. Uh, who, who's 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 this person? She's fighting Ham. Seahole ham. Um, I think she's actually coming up from Adam weight. Um, oh, wow. So I'm going to have to say JoJo for that one. But I've actually never seen Seahole ham fight before. So, uh, yeah, you never know. Like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I felt like JoJo had a lot of trouble with Emily. So if she's, if she fights, like, kind of with a lot of footwork, I think that's the biggest nightmare for JoJo. Someone with a lot of footwork and good grappling. So, um, so yeah, I, I haven't seen Seahole Ham fight, so I couldn't tell you. But like, I'm I'm guessing JoJo's gonna have a huge weight advantage, so I'm gonna go with JoJo for that one. Yeah, no, she's a she's she's a she's an MMA fighter too. Existence. All right, that's that's I don't know on her interview it says that. Okay, our next fight coming up. I like breaking down fights with people who actually train with people as opposed to well they've been on our show before so they're gonna win. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Tisha Torres versus Angela Magana. This is a uh, this is gonna be an interesting now, fight. I, I really think that someone can make some money off of this fight because have you seen the batting odds? Like there, I think Magana is the biggest underdog at the card. Really? So, is that because she spends all her time on yeah. Twitter tweeting ass pics and uh, getting pile driven? <laughs> no, she's pile driving. She's totally pile driving. <laughs> yeah, no one's pile driving that chick. Um, oh my god, she's yeah. getting it and giving it. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> she cray cray. She's now you train with her. What was that like? She's nice, uh, but now she's crazy. Oh. I don't know what happened. Okay, now who do you see winning this fight? Um, honestly, I think Torres. I, I think Torres is going to hold a pace that Angela Magana can't hold. She's a, I don't think uh, she moves that well, and I don't know. I think Torres is going to be a step ahead of her the whole time. Hill, you? Yeah, I think that's that's going to be the biggest challenge for her is just keeping up with uh, Tisha's uh, just kind of pitter patterness. But um, I think if she could get her hands on her and uh, get her down to the ground, that's where. Uh, Tisha's weaknesses. So, I mean, Magana is a pretty good wrestler. Uh, so, I wouldn't be surprised if she pulled off an upset with that one. What's crazy about Tisha is that she was undefeated going into the house and has lost two fights in like three months. But the last fight she lost didn't even seem like she even cared against Carla. After she lost, she's like, I, th- I thought I did pretty well. It's almost like she was. Yeah. You know, I never I, well, saw that fight. You know, it's kind of like when you're when you're there, it's kind of like um, I don't know. You're in like kind of a la la land, like or alternate dimension. Like you after after losing on the show, like I, I kind of chopped it up to experience and was okay with moving on from that. Um, and I think Tisha kind of did the same thing, especially since she got a second chance. Um, 
you know, it, there was a lot of pressure on her to not lose twice, and then she did, and then it's like, okay, well, <laughs> there's not much she could do about it now. She's and, ripped. Um, I, I, I think I, the way that Carla fought her, um, Tisha wasn't embarrassed just because Carla was so desperate for the takedown that, um, I don't know, she she probably felt like she she was trying to stand up and stand and bang like the fans wanted her to, and, and then Carla wasn't ha- letting it happen. So um, I think that that might be why she's like kind of not caring about that. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it also showed her that she needs to work on her ground game so she isn't as afraid to go to the ground with these people. And, uh, you know, I kind of realized that too. So, um, yeah. I've I've hung out with Tisha before. I don't know what that tangent was about, but... (laughs) (laughs) She is jacked. I mean, she... Even when I was... I met her and Rhonda at the same time, and Rhonda Rousey was Mm -hmm. like, was like, Jesus Christ, that that girl is huge. I mean, she's like a fucking pit bull. There was like a funny gif of her walking when she gets thrown out of her room, uh, and she, she struts like... Uh, and, and somebody had a funny thing. It was like, yeah, that's how girls walk after sex with me. <laughs> They're all angry. Oh I mean, God. but she is, she is, <laughs> that's funny. she is jacked. Yeah, she definitely has a strut. She, she walks like uh, one of those like beach bodybuilder guys. Like, oh, kinda man. Like, <laughs> or like a bulldog, yeah, like a bulldog. She definitely she, has a strut about her. She looks, walks like a, like a jacked up bulldog. Uh, and I, I just, yeah, I, she got, she has to get her wrestling down though. That, that, that is true. That's going to be her Achilles heel. Uh, Felice Herrig versus Lisa Ellis. I think Felice has the easiest fight out of all you guys. I think Lisa Ellis is, is yeah, uh, checked so out. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, uh, Lisa didn't really seem like she wanted to wanted to be there um, when she was in the house. Um, but, I mean, she had a rough deal, too. She was kind of, like, away from her kid, and she injured her knee pretty early on. Like, literally the day that they, um, the day that they picked uh, teams, she hurt her knee. So uh, she was she was kind of like living off of that. So I don't know. She if she got some motivation from being back at home and with her boyfriend and her kids, maybe she'll have a chance. But like I don't know. I I haven't seen um I haven't seen like I didn't see much of her actually in the house. And I thought Felice was pretty impressive against Heather. So yeah. I'm gonna have to say Felice for that one. Uh, you? Um, yeah, I think Felice. All right, Felice. Uh, now, Joe Proctor, Yancey Medeiros. Uh, I love Yancey. We've had him on the show before. I'm picking love Yancey. Love Yancey. So I'm picking Yancey I'm for picking this one. I'm picking Yancey, too. Uh, uh, KJ Noons, Darren Kruschenk. Uh Darren, I'm picking Darren. Kruschenk. You? Yeah, he's going to kick him. <laughs> I, I think, I he's going to ca- kick him really yeah. cool. It's going to look really cool, and there's going to be gifts about it mm-hmm. later. Uh, uh, Jeremy Stevens versus the Bronx, Charles Oliveira. Uh, I'm picking Stevens for this fight. You? I've never seen Oliveira fight. Uh, he's, he's he, he lost a, he beat he lost a, lost a Cub Swanson lost a Frankie Edgar. He uh, was um Cub Cub Swanson's fight before Frankie, right? Yeah. 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 Stevens. Stevens for sure. Yeah, I think Jeremy Stevens is on a he's on a little resurgence actually. Ever since beating up that guy at the bar uh, and and going to jail or something for the night, he's uh, he's been he's got his shit together. I think he trains over at Alliance too. Uh, Jeremy Stevens. Uh, I think that's it. And that's that. That camp's on fire. So that uh, that's it. Anything else you want to talk to us about, Angela Hill? Ah, uh, no. Just uh, make sure to tune in. My fight's going to be on Fight Pass, so uh, make sure you don't miss it. Uh, well, I, I'm not, I'm not going to miss it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. All right. 
Cool. Uh, thanks for calling in. You're 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 a great girl. You're you're a fun girl. Uh, you know, keep farting with your boyfriend. Um, <laughs> now, um, where can people find you? Um, you can find me at um, on Instagram at Andy Overkill. Same on Twitter at Andy Overkill. And um, yeah, I have a Facebook page too. You can hit me up on that as well. Mm. And uh, yeah, if you if anyone's ever in Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, they can swing by the gym. All right. And like, try harder in bed, too. Just lie there because you're tired. Because that's... Uh... <laughs> hey, don't tell me what to do. Just start right, stretching okay. or something. Just, you know, pretend. Yeah, just pretend. You know, you're, you're a fighter. You know, you're, you're farting all day and then you lie, in, and then you lie there in bed. I'll wait until after fight camp. <laughs> all right. Well, well, good luck. Kick ass. All right. Thanks a lot. Take care. That was, that was Angela Hill. I like her. Mm-hmm. She's a sweetheart. She's a, she's a, I feel like uh, I feel like I would have liked to know her better on the show. I'm you know? sure you do. Do you want to be in the same room as her? Uh, no, but a gas mask maybe if she's gonna fart everywhere. No, but I but I feel like her story could have been more told better. You know, I feel like some of the some of the the drama on the show of like the room and stuff, and it was like a lot of bickering. I understand it's hard, and these guys are professionals. I don't want to tell them how to do their job, but. For example, uh, some of these girls on the show, I had no idea they were even on the show at a, at a certain point. That one girl from Australia that's fighting, go back for Alex Chambers. Chambers. Alex Chambers. I don't even, yeah. I don't know anything about that girl. She's tough. But I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know, I don't even remember her. I remember her fight. You should get her on the show. Astro Girl. A- Astro Girl, the physicist. Yeah. Right, okay, gotcha. Yeah, but there's like that. I'd rather watch a little more of her... And a little less of like you know the blender versus the you know whatever. And then and then if, uh, you know the blender, the tiny tornado. Yeah, no, what's the name? Like uh, Heather's blender or, oh, or like you know la 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 Magana, you know. All right, so we're gonna talk about some of the fights from last weekend, uh, last Saturday night. There was uh, some great fights. Um, Johnny Hendricks, that was the controversial one. Hendricks Lawler. I got to be honest, I thought Lawler won. Uh, and I'm a, I'm a, and I'm a wrestler, and, and I'm a huge Hendricks fan. I, I think that uh, you got to give him round one, four, and five. I mean, I think he stole the round at the end with the elbows when Johnny took him down, and, and he stayed in that position. I think Lawler stole the last minute of the round, and he definitely won round five. So I wasn't as controversial. I think Joe Rogan, look, Joe Rogan has a job that I don't think anyone else can do in the world as well as Joe Rogan. Uh, and he's called billions of fights and knows what he's talking about. But I was a little surprised when he said, um, you know, that Lawler has to win big or go for the knockout or sub because I was like, I was doing the math and I said, I don't, I don't see that. I don't think that's true. Yeah, that or he needs to finish the fifth round the way that he did. He fucking finished like a champion. Like he finished like he wanted that belt. He finished like he wanted to keep that belt. And Johnny finished backing up. It Champions was, can't do that. Well, if you if you have a belt, you need every fight. If it goes to the fifth round, you need to finish it like you fucking. This is mine, and I'm not letting you take it from me. I disagree with that because no, because I, you could win four rounds to nothing and then lose the fifth round big, and then uh, you don't, and then you don't that's give it. So to, boring. And that's then not you, even exciting. But that, then you don't give it to the guy who won the fifth round. Whatever. So that's that that's that's not necessarily true. Uh, However. There's an old adage, but my dad used to always say, look, back in the day in boxing, if you want to beat the champ, you really got to beat the champ to get the belt. And I understand that philosophy, but that, but, but that doesn't necessarily but, – but we haven't really been upholding that in mixed martial arts. It's whoever wins the fight. You could barely squeak, squeak by. They're not going to give it to the champ. Um, Hendricks' big problem, I believe, was that he even said – 
Dolce Daya was great. I was supposed to be walking around at 200 pounds. I was walking around at 218. You can't walk around at 218 and get down to 170. That's 50 pounds. That's uh, what a quarter of your fucking body weight, give or take. I mean, it's 50 pounds is a lot. Hendricks has been doing this his whole life. In wrestling, he was four. He was cutting weight in high school, I guarantee you. In college, he was probably cutting 30 pounds, 25 pounds. He's now in his 30s, I believe, or late 20s. It catches up to you. You can't lose 50 pounds. When he was holding on, there were people who were like, why was he wrestling that way? Because he was fucking tired. That's a st- that's, as a wrestler, when, you, when you're in and you're holding a guy down, you're stalling because you're tired. And, that's, and you're going to be tired when you have to lose 50 pounds. And I said, look, I, I know that last week I said Hendricks was going to win. I thought he was going to win. But I did say on podcast before that... Johnny Hendricks, I used to see him in college. When I, went, when I went to OSU to perform, I was hanging out with Mako and all these national champions. And there was a guy drinking fucking with his shirt off, running up and down a hill uh, like a madman. And they go, that's Johnny Hendricks. I go, that's Johnny Hendricks? This guy looked like a big fat gut. When I saw him in Vegas, a fight week. I've always wanted to go to one of his keggers. What, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw him in fight week. He was wasted. He was wasted and he was fat. And uh, look, I love Johnny Hendricks. I'm a, he's a, a friend, but he's not gonna be on a fucking rabbit food diet doing Pilates like Madonna. You can't. I understand. You can't. He's enjoying it. When like, you're that's totally, normal. and now he's enjoying losing the belt because of it. Yeah, but he knows. But like, th- look at how look at he like he fell running pretty much. Did you see the interview that he in the pro in the post press conference? He's like, you know what? Now I'm excited to fight somebody else and get my belt back. Yeah, but that's but look, okay, maybe he didn't want the belt that bad. But I guarantee look, at this level of modern athlete and and where every college national champion and every black belt in judo and black you belt in jiu-jitsu. You are forgetting that MMA is about individuality and personality. Everybody's going to be a champion a different way. Like well, you, he's not everybody's going to be an athlete a different he's, way. Well, he's not an athlete anymore. He's not a champion anymore. He lost a belt, a belt he could have won. If he was in better, he he said it. If he was in better shape, if he was in better shape, he wins that fight. He doesn't just stall. So, yeah, he didn't want the belt because he could have been in better shape. He didn't want it as bad as he should have. No, exactly. There are other guys out there. Did Frankie, I just say that? Frankie, that? Frankie yeah. Edgar. Uh, who, okay, Why are not- you yelling at me for something that <laughs> I already no, you, like? You know what? You guys agree on on different points, though. You yeah. guys are making a, two are. different arguments on the same point. Basically, what it comes down to is Johnny Hendricks did not treat himself as a champion in the off season, which was leading up to the fight. Exactly. But he's probably been doing that to. forever and getting right. away with it. Well, I, I, you know he what? Was- he didn't have a belt before that. But, but as a national champion, he was probably doing that in wrestling. He was probably manipulating his weight. But you get to a certain level, a certain age, where your body does not let but you even, do that anymore. Those even are college all maybes. Football, your even, conclusion yeah. is, like, not relevant. Like, it's those completely are all, relevant. No, those are all maybes. How do you know about his personal life? Like, how do you know about his habits? You no, don't. No, you're, you're saying as you get older, you have to treat your body a different way. I think, no, yeah, I think that's a, a absolutely valid point. It's exactly you know, the point. And, and that's the point. It's it's a point. It's, I, think, I think that goes across all sports, you know, whether it's college football, basketball, baseball, you know, you get away at a college level and below just on your skill set. Just because you're a little bit more athletic than everybody else, you don't have to train as hard. But once you get to the professional ranks, 
that's when you have to turn it on. That's when the work begins. When I wrestled in college for the fucking month I did, okay, I was going up to 150, 134. And, and, and 150, 134. But my coach was like, every week, losing 15, 16 pounds. Coach is like, this, you're not going to be able to do this. I'm like, come on. I'll fucking do it. Because that, that, when you get your hand raised, it feels that good. Eventually, my fucking, I was like, man, fuck this. And, and your body gives out at a certain point. You can't do... You you can't. Johnny Hendricks should have more respect for himself and more respect for the, for himself as an athlete and a champion. He's that talented. He's that good. He, he's that special of an athlete that he shouldn't allow himself. He should be more disciplined and to walk around at one fifty fifty pounds heavier. Fifty pounds is a lot of fucking weight. I don't care what. And for a one seventy to walk around at two eighteen and has to cut down. He, he looked like shit at the weigh-ins. He, he, his, his power wasn't where it was and I guarantee you two weeks ago he was probably 25 pounds over and he's probably made a shitty cut I was like I gotta make weight he's not focusing on technique he's not focusing on that. he looked like he was drained he looked like he was drained at the end of the match he was just holding on for dear life letting this guy punch he him in the face the belt. he lost the belt and it sucks because he's that good enough where he can still come in drained and shitty and still almost you know what, beat Robbie though, Lawler too, I wonder like you know with Robbie Lawler striking there's a definite, like, I don't know why he didn't train to, like, break down Robbie Lawler's striking so he could get inside more. Do you know what I mean? Like, he didn't take, I wonder what, like, what their game plan was going into this camp with Robbie again. Like, I really wonder what, like, they, what, because he was getting caught in situations that you were just like, what the fuck? Like, Johnny was? Yeah. Well, normally Johnny hits you and you go down. You look at Martin Campman. Right, but he knew that at, with Robbie. He was, well, but he also had a he had a torn bicep, so he probably in the back of his head goes, "I didn't hit this guy as hard as I probably could have because of my torn bicep." Right. Normally, Johnny hits you, you go down. For some reason, R- Robbie Lawler's fucking Sonic the Hedgehog head, or fucking you know, he kept walking towards him and was smiling. For some reason, this <laughs> guy he punches asshole. this guy He's and he doesn't so go anywhere, yeah. and, and that's got to be frustrating when you punch a guy as hard as you can that is knocked out. Knocked down GSP, knocked out Martin Campman. I mean, look at the guys he's knocked out. Uh, Hendricks, I think Koscheck he knocked him. He mm-hmm. knocked out Koscheck with mm-hmm. that. You're knocking these guys out, and then this guy's just staring at you. You're like, what the, f- what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Now I hope that they do a third one because I think he deserves oh, a third one. Oh my god, one. yeah. But they, you know what? They might look at the numbers and say the numbers weren't as good as we thought. We can go to Canada. And, and sell out a fucking or stadium with with R- Rory McDonald, Dexter, and and, uh, and you know sell out there, and then they might go. That's better than what we'll do at Hendricks Three. <coughs> I don't think that's right because Robbie Lawler beat up Rory a lot more than he than he beat Hendricks. And uh, we'll just get Lo- you know, just get McDonald out of the way and then bring Lawler back after that. Bring Hendricks back. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe. I would maybe see. You know I would. That. I would love to see. Uh, McDonald and Hendricks. Yeah, I would love to see that fight. That would be a really exciting fight. I still get you can still get the numbers with the the third one, especially in Canada. Uh, But Hendricks might lose the next one. I don't know how Hendricks like Hendricks or Lawler. Hendricks might lose his his next. I mean, you don't know what his patterns are with losing and winning or winning and losing. I don't know if he's hungry anymore. Weight class. I don't know if I don't know if he's hungry. I don't know if he's hungry. I don't know if he's as hungry. A guy like that, when you have the belt and you come in, you're not as hungry as you should be. You're expecting something, but you're expect you you think that he has this like one mindset. Like maybe he wants to be hungry for the belt. Maybe this will be a great thing for him. 
You, I don't think. I don't think. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what I know? I'm a fucking comedian uh, playing a, uh, you know, Scottsdale Comedy Club. Okay, <laughs> what's that? What's that? What, what, what are you making this noise? No one can see you making these faces, Marina. Listen. Um, what, what else? Look, look, in a perfect world, Lawler loses to uh, Rory McDonald, no, no, no. and Hector and Lombard, and Hector Lombard gets the belt. Oh my god! Th- that's the shitty part because. Lawler, Awkward. Because uh, they're not going to fight. He's not going to fight Lawler. Lombard is not going to fight Lawler, and I think that right now Hector Lombard is the best fighter at 170 in the world. I I, I truly believe that. In a five round fight, he has to pace himself. That's the only thing is that somebody might be able. To, but I don't see anyone beating his judo. Look at the way he he threw around Jake Shields. Jake Shields is what one of the, I mean American Jiu Jitsu then he like invented or something is that he coined that term he's a black belt under Gracie Jake Shields is a monster and Hector Lombard threw that guy around uh, like it was you know Ray Rice in an elevator I mean I mean, I mean it's a terrible analogy but he fucking threw him around threw the guy what around what did he do to him he dragged him <laughs> he fucking tossed him out of the fucking cage like CM Punk is gonna be okay oh my god so Lawler is not gonna fight Lombard or maybe he will but I don't know that's the only thing where I'm like ugh I wanna see Lombard Lombard's get that still a belt. few fights away though the way they're why why is he, he, he I, I don't know why they keep is, setting him up with these like bums to fight. They're not bums. They're not, okay, they're not, not a bum. Bums. But he's not. He's not in the UFC. They don't deserve to fight Hector Lombard. Yeah. Hector Lombard should be fighting the top five guys. Yeah, that's L- that's what I mean. Lombard beats Jake Shields. They cut Jake Shields. That's how bad he looked. They cut him after the one loss. I mean, that was ridiculous. I mean, who has that ever happened to? Nobody. That's how bad he makes people look. And yeah, I'm on his dick because he sent me that sweatshirt. Says fucking show weather. But either way, all right. So, uh, all right, Gilbert Pettis. Gilbert Pettis. Uh, oh man, fuck Wheaties all day. <laughs> <laughs> me, Rhonda, and I were hashtagging fuck Wheaties all day because we wanted Gilbert to win so bad. He had the right strategy. He fuck. Oh my god. He t- he had Anthony on his heels the entire first round. It was the most exciting fucking thing I've seen in a long time. He made Pettis look look average and like worried and nervous. Like I've never seen Pettis fight like that before. Yeah, he, he basically has the game plan out to beat Pettis, which used to be Clay Guida. But you look at that <laughs> first round. I mean, he destroyed. He, I was like, wow, this is Anthony Pettis. This is he made him not look like Anthony Pettis. Yep. And then he just got caught, kind of. I don't think he was expecting all that counter striking he had to do. Honestly, I thought he he thought. I think he really believes in his striking to be a threat before anybody even fights them. So, like, people – but Gilbert has been in some wars, you know? Like, he can take a punch. But if Gilbert he had landed a little harder – if he had a better punch – And those punch. kicks weren't – like, he fucking walked right through those fucking body kicks. Did you see him? He was I like, was, fuck that shit. I don't care. He just kept moving forward. It was awesome. I was I was a little bummed out. I like Gilbert. I like his wife, too. I like what his wife – Dude, likes. his wife is a badass. His wife smushed a person in the crowd. Yeah. They were walking back in that strike force fight, and his wife was like, get out of my face. And I told his wife that, and she was like, oh, thank you. Gilbert was so mad at me. And I was talking to him, and his wife was super cool. Dude, she's a badass. Yeah. She's a fucking – she knows how to throw down, I hear. Like, she's like a Muay Thai – Oh, yeah. Yeah. True. Her and uh, Beck, I guess, trained together a little bit. Lazy told me actually, and uh, she knows how to throw the fuck down. Yeah, I like. I like that. Would be cool if she would, you know, like a tough couple, tough couple. So uh, yeah, that was a little sad. Uh, the Brandon Shaw fight. We'll talk about that. Um, and also going on. I actually listen. I don't really listen to other podcasts. I just don't. I mean, I'm just pretty fucking busy. To be honest, <laughs> uh, I. I 
I just I'm busy. Plus, I don't want to listen to other people's stuff and then get influenced by them, and then my podcast sounds like theirs, or you know, I, you know, I just don't really have the time uh, because I'm always you know writing or comedy, and I'm writing for the MMA awards and other TV show and acting. Right, and, you're busy. Okay, Coaching. yeah, you're busy. We get it. Busy. We get it. I listened to Rogan's thing because everyone was hitting me up on Twitter. But I thought you were so busy. Everyone was saying, "Get out of here, Brendan Schaub!" Right now, make jokes about it. And I'm like, "All right, let me, let me, let me listen to that." Now, Brendan Schaub and me have a uh, not the best relationship in the world. Basically, what happened was when I started MMA roasted, I was just roasting, and I used to be a lot more hardcore than I do am now. I mean, for example, some of the jokes that I used to make were like, you know, Sarah Kaufman says that she's going to take Ronda into deep waters, meaning that you know, you know, Sarah's a uh, squirter. I, I, I would say things like that, or just I had no filter. I wasn't working for Fox at the time. I wasn't working for any. I was just like fucking going crazy, and people were loving it. I'm a lot. I wouldn't say tuned in, maybe more refined is a better word, yeah. but I have to be a little more careful because now in the age of social media, people are looking to get you fired from jobs. I mean, it's the biggest bitch-ass move I've ever fucking heard in my life where they go, hey, yeah, you said a bad word. I mean, I would never fucking do that in my life. I've never even written a bad – I've written one YouTube comment in my entire life, one, which was to Tommy Toehold and said, good job. It was funny shit or something. That's the only thing I've ever written, Ever. Because he wrote to me, good job. So I was like, oh, I'll write back. I mean, there was a guy when I was on Last Comic Standing who was writing terrible shit about me. And it was personal. I knew who he was. So then What I, was his name? Well, what happened was I logged on and then I started writing good things about me and signing it his name. <laughs> Just because I knew that would really piss him off. Uh, so, but that was the only time I, I ever did that. So, Fuck that anyway, guy. So Brandon Schaub, what happened was he had got knocked out on a fight. I think it was the Rothwell fight. And I think... Roy Nelson was on the same card, so I said that Rothwell wants to borrow one of Nelson's chins. That was that was the joke, and then I said he says that. So then Shab wanted to kill me. Literally told somebody. Shab wanted to borrow one of Roy Nelson's. Chins. Yeah, Shab wanted to borrow one of Roy Nelson's chins. So then oh Shab, and then during the Metamorphosis thing, I said that he oh should never God. go on the Bachelor because he doesn't want to get engaged. He doesn't want to engage. So Shab then tells people that he's going to beat me up when he sees me. I mean, he goes, do not let me see him. I'm going to knock that guy out. I'm going to beat the guy up. This is bullshit. He tells Ellenberger, he's not a fighter. He can't make jokes. Okay, so that means the only people who can make jokes are people that do stuff. So no one can make a joke about a, a, a movie unless they're in the movies. Or you can't make a joke about a comic unless don't you're a you comic. Make, don't you make like racial jokes and you are not the race at all? I don't you never so- make fun of white people, but you make fun of everybody else. Uh, no, I make fun of white people. I, I've never heard you make fun of white people. I don't. I don't necessarily make racial jokes either. I mean, I mean, I, I make. I, I'm not making racist jokes. I'll make fun of, of of everything. No, that's what I'm saying though. Is that like you make racial jokes and you? Uh, I don't really like. I make fun of. I make funny jokes and I try to. I try to include everybody. Is what I, I do. Okay. I try not to exclude anybody because excluding people, I think, is, 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 is the true racism. Is <laughs> to go, you're not good, good enough to be made fun of. Touche. Touche. And, and, Moving on. And I've had fighters like Uncle Creepy go, what are you going to make fun of me? Or this guy. Like all these people are hitting me up. Mike Pyle, what am I not fucking roastable? So Bernard Schaub didn't want me to make So I stopped making fun of Schaub. Okay, because mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not a bully. Uh, fuck it. I don't want the guy beating me up. I'm not going to get you to buy a fucking heavyweight in the UFC. It's not really what I want to do. I stopped making Has jokes. Has he knocked about anybody him. out ever? <laughs> yeah, I think he did. He, he beat uh, to be the first. He though. beat Crow Cop. I don't want to be the first guy yeah, on his. But he didn't knock Crow Cop out. I don't want to be in Wikipedia. Fucking, you know. <laughs> 
Brendan Schaub knocks out MMA roasted guy. Okay. So anyway, I stopped making jokes about one it. One of the right? fans should go in in the in, into I'm Brendan's like wiki and put you in there. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't. I don't care as much. And you know, the guy doesn't want to be made fun of. No problem. Yeah, you got to respect. You know, of course. If they go out out of their way to like make. A they, comment like that, then you know you know they're upset. Exactly, about it. it's not. I, and there's been only a couple people, like Brittany Palmer, got upset uh, that I made a joke about her. Uh, Brandon Chow got upset, and Ariel Hawani got upset. So I, I don't fuck with them, and that's hard because there's a lot of jokes we made about those people. <laughs> so it's really, really hard to fucking <laughs> cannot do that. But just like I'm like, Your heart I, is aching. I don't right want to be a fucking cyber bully or whatever the fuck you can call that. You know, just whatever. So. Do you live in your grandma's basement? No, I don't live in my grandma's <laughs> basement. So, so Brendan Schaub, Schaub. Uh, got in that fight against... And you know what? I didn't think that Travis Brown looked that good, to be honest. I thought I thought that Schaub looked terrible, but this guy, other, other guy, didn't look that good at all. I think that he sort of was doing what Ellenberger was doing, where he was coming in and he was sort of thinking too much. I thought he was he was sort of trying to corner him and, and doing the whole Edmonds thing and like I know Edmund puts you guys with boxers a lot but I feel like he's it was in a boxing match for a second and then he finally he caught him and then look should that fight have been stopped maybe it was stopped a little too early I thought maybe maybe he could have went to the second you know a good defense is not looking at the ref saying don't stop the fight while the guy punched me in the head <laughs> it's not a good defense you can't lie down the ground while a guy wails on your fucking head and go don't stop the fight if you're not really defending yourself so it's i think he panicked too like who brendan totally panicked and travis just completely capitalized and that's what you do in a fight and yeah. that's why he won is because he was he was ahead like you know, it looked like he was in a different league than, than Brendan Schaub. It, yeah. it looked like he was a different class. And he wasn't. He's, he's, he one is, guy he's the number three guy yeah, in, yeah, in exactly. the weight class. He's he the number three way guy in the weight class. And you know what? He looked exactly how he's supposed to look. Yeah. So then on Schaub, paper, it, it, it landed yeah. where it was So then Schaub goes on the Rogan show and, and opens up to him. And, uh, and No, 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 no. Rogan opened up to him. Rogan, <laughs> but, uh, but according to Rogan, Let's Schaub that wanted to do it in public. Schaub said, I want to do it in public. Yeah. But I think that that's uh, that's a dangerous thing to do. He doesn't understand like what repercussions are going to come from that. Like he might get a lot, he might get some love, but like the way that he went about it, I don't know if he's going to get like so much positive, as much positive feedback as he's like trying to get with this kind of stunt. Like I, I don't know. I I lost my fight. I went and hit under a rock for like three weeks. I, I didn't go. Into uh, an interview almost immediately. I think that I think the, I think you're you're running a risk of like one of the things that Rogan said to Shab was that you're already thinking about your future. Yeah, your your head's not really into it as yeah. much as it should be. And by going on a podcast and, and, and talking about your fight the two days before, so that the whole world could see it, yeah. I think sort of backs up that statement. Yeah, because no, you're, you're absolutely right. Because you're now you're going okay. Here, look, here I am for everybody. Please love me or don't love me or whatever. It is. Yeah. This is my life. It's a, it becomes look. If you want to be a reality star, which would probably be a lot safer than fighting, and you want the Brendan Schaub show on on VH1, and you could talk, you could, you and Callan and Rogan, uh, people will watch that show, and, and you could you could be a reality star. Great, but then Rogan's right. Whereas yeah. like this may not be the best thing for you. I know, but he's that's the thing is he's always considering his other options and. You know what? I got my I got paid for my fight and like after like I got home and shit, 
I like I didn't give a fuck. I I was just like kick me like let me live on the street. Like I I was just thinking I didn't care what the fuck was gonna happen the next day. All I wanted to know is that I needed to be fucked up somehow. Like I I just don't understand how he can like. Well, people are different. People people react. If he things. really loved his fans, like he says he does. If he really did, like I don't know. I would be if I was him. I would have not dealt with it. Like that. people, the he deals with it differently. so But MMA also, you have to understand that f- MMA fans, and as much as I love you, the fans that are listening to my fans, blah, blah blah, they're very fickle fans. They they you look at some of the guys that were on top of the world, like the the, the Jens Pilver, the, the the Rampages, the Randy Couture's. Yeah, the, a lot of fans they 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 go for like the what's hot. You know who's the hot thing? Who's who's the Conor McGregor? And then after Conor is who's the who's the who's the Pettis? And I mean, but, but, but you know, you look at like before that it was Machida and the, you know the Rashad Evans, and he has to understand that he's a fighter first, mm-hmm. and he's a podcaster second, and he or third, and, no, and yeah, an actor third, third or whatever. You're a fighter first, and that's what people are paying to see. Uh, some people are paying to hear him talk or whatever it is. But you're a fighter first. I think it's more and, therapeutic for him. I mean, I'm not taking his side and I'm taking yours. I'm just saying. I think it just it, – for him, it becomes more therapeutic just to talk about I, it. I understand. Because you, know like, like you said, Marina, like you went into like a three-week depression. Oh, Some people can't do that. that you know, like, I'm still dealing with yeah, it. Yeah, I mean when know? I had a knee injury back in the day, I went into a depression. Yeah. I didn't want to talk to anybody, you know. And – you know, some people have to go through that, but some people like know if if I don't have people around me, if I don't get to talk about this, yeah, no, I'm gonna go into that dark space. See, I'm not saying either that like he doesn't have his own personal, you know, dilemma when he's alone at home. Like I, I totally, I completely get it. Everybody has their own way of dealing with it. I just be sensible for yourself and know your no I, I don't think he knows his like limit or what line to cross. Like I, I hope this doesn't do more damage in the future. You wish he would be just more private about it. Yeah. I, I understand for, for himself, I think, you know, he doesn't need to wear his emotions and shit on his Well, he's like so that. concerned. I mean literally he I, th- I heard the, I, just... I heard the interview. He's like, you know, the crowd really wasn't into it. So who cares about I the crowd? so I that's wanted to get crowd... Edmund into it. That's why I attacked Edmund. And then anything getting beat up and the guy's like, That's what you get for talking shit. Right? <laughs> and, and then he's like, you know, I'm up I'm 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 there and I'm and Travis Brown's walking in there and I'm thinking, Oh, his you know, his song isn't that great. I'm like like, you know what? That's where you fucked up first is you're, you're caring about what the fans want and think. That's when you start losing. When you stop, when you, when you put your, your interest and in your, your character second, that's when you're going to start losing fans. That's when you're not going to be focused as a fighter. I don't go fight because I have so many fans. Fuck them. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know really any of them. And... Yeah, I'm really grateful for the attention that I've, I've been getting and like the love that I've been getting. I'm absolutely grateful. But when I go in there, I don't fight for them. I fight for me. You know, like they're not. Mer- when I get into that octagon, that person at the other side of the cage, that motherfucker's trying to kill me, not right. my fans. Fuck that. And that's where I think he's a little. That's where I like look at look at mayhem. I mean, mayhem had more fans than anybody. Yeah. And when he's on, and all these people, Mayhem Monkeys, and yep. he had a fucking cult going. Mm-hmm. But eventually, like it's really you, and it's a couple of your friends. He gets lost, and it's he a couple, a couple of your sure. family members that really, really care. And everyone else is like, great, you know, you're entertaining and great, and I'll, I'll talk about you, and you could be trending on Twitter, you know. But it's not really about, to me. It's about like I'm paying sixty dollars to watch Brendan Schaub 
because he's one of the top 20 guys in the world at a right. heavyweight fight. I'm not paying because, uh, you know, I, I listen to his And I understand all that. You, you have to care about that, but that's all second to your fighting. Mm-hmm. I Personally, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, you know, but... No, you're right. But I, I think no, you're, you're right on you, that. But let the, but let the fans right. let, let, let the fans find you in some ways. Right, right. Uh, let them find you a little bit, you know... Uh, Otherwise, great. Brendan Schaub wants to be a movie star, and him and Callum want to do buddy cop movies. You know, great. That's the, they can go out doing that. It's great. But at the end of the day, you know, then then you really shouldn't be fighting, and then you should really take acting classes and take comedy and go go, go to open mics or start and and, and go know, to whatever. Be an athlete. You know, be an athlete. But it's just, it's other things. It's sort of like, and that's the thing too is that like he was a professional athlete before fighting, wasn't he a football player? Yeah, football player. Yeah, yeah. He was on the practice squad for the Bills. Yeah, like that's a big fucking deal. You know, sort of. Like if you, he, <laughs> he made it to the show. No, he I mean, made it to the show, yeah. but it's like, but it's so. No, but, but that's it, still but a, it's big a big deal. deal. If yeah. you're, if you played football your whole entire life, that's a big fucking. It's deal. a big deal. Yeah. It's, it's a big, a big deal. fucking deal. It's a big. So deal. like, I respect. I don't that. make this shit on the practice squad for those. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, I just wish that like when he went from a team sport to an individual sport, he really would have taken. He would have gotten a little bit more extreme with himself you know well, not so a, much of a safety and then really caring about who's around you and what your fans think you know what i mean like i i just don't i don't agree with that very much yeah so. it's all about really the work i mean the work and i and i, and I understand the guy works hard I, I hear he works hard he's a hard-working it's athlete not all about hard work nowadays tell you that well it's not all about the work but 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 when it gets into the octagon yeah you should not be thinking about Edmund and you not be thinking about the fucking the walkout music. And I understand thoughts are thoughts. You're going to think what you're going to think. But you should be thinking about not fucking <laughs> 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 like winning that fucking and, and it, it should happen. So look, uh, Brendan Schaub, I give the guy credit. He's a fucking fighter. You know, good luck with the rest of it, with, with everything. But dude, a lot of times, you know, you're a celebrity. Sometimes, sometimes there, there is shit that like you might not want to put out there for every... I don't know. Who the fuck? What do I know? What do I well, know? Well, here's the thing is... The, fuck the more... The, you get more attention when you... When there's... Uh, when you hold a little bit of a mystery about yourself. You know what I mean? Like this... He thinks that... He thinks that if he just puts it all out there... Like the way he did. Or maybe he didn't. Who knows? Maybe he could be faking it. I don't fucking know. But the, you also have a little bit of a bias, but you know, I do. But like, <laughs> I just, I just don't agree. I just, uh, I don't know. L- L- LA is a different, uh, a very mysterious mistress, right? Like people come to LA and they lose themselves. Yeah. And I think he, he lost a little know. bit of his character I mean, there. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't really believe that. Oh, look, Jake Ellenberger loses his third fight in a row. He's in Omaha getting back to basics. Yeah. What the fuck do I got to do to be a fight? And I say, dude, take time off the podcast. We're here. I, yeah. I told him the other day. I spoke to him. I said, Jake, we had a good laugh. We, we talked for like 30 minutes. I said, this seat's here for you when you, when you want to come back. Yeah. You know? Uh, and, and Jake Jake, uh, you know, Jake has Koscheck. He's got a big fight coming up. He, he's got to beat Koscheck. And you know what? Jake can do whatever the fuck he wants to do until then. People ask me, where's Jake Ellenberger? When Jake wants to come back, this seat's open for him. Yeah. But he's but he's 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 realizing, dude. You know, sometimes people people. How many fucking athletes out there have you heard go? Yeah, you know, I started believing my own hype. I started getting, falling in love with the parties and the fame and being a celebrity, and I lost touch with what. That's a fucking. That's day one. You hear that? <laughs> Every single profession, you hear that. Comedy, acting, but you know, athletes, swimming, 
fucking doctors. There's all these guys. Yeah, I got a little too into fucking being a fucking too many girls doing this, doing that. And and to me, this is sort of what's going on right now. And, and it, it, plain and simple. But, Wait, are you talking about Jake or Brendan? Brendan. Oh. Uh, I mean, it's sort of like great. You, I mean, and, and Rogan's a friend of mine, and, and, and Callan's a fucking. Callan let me money when I fucking was down and out. He let me money. I paid him back. He let me fucking money. Me and Callan go back ten fucking years, and I see it. But you know what? Not everyone has to fucking know everything. Exactly. Also, and and you want to do shit, you don't have to tell everyone. If, I mean, yeah, he's doing him a favor by helping him, but does it have to? Everything have to be a, then be a the reality show. You're a reality star who happens to also I don't know whatever. Fuck it, Uriah Faber uh, with the eye pokes, right? Okay, Uriah Faber did not poke that guy on purpose. I don't think he did that. I don't. And people that booed Uriah Faber, are you fucking crazy? Yeah, this, that's yeah. fucking stupid. I I was. This guy, this fucking guy. That was guy. stomach turning because, like, Uriah Faber is a fucking legend. G- gave his entire life to this. Was fighting Fuck, on dude. fucking. Was fighting Clay Guida or uh, I think it was no Tyson Griffin. I think he did fight Clay. I mean, doing this forever. Uh, it opens up gyms. Is a great ambassador for the sport. He's a fucking in movies and music videos. And I asked the guy to do a MMA roasted video. He's there. He on put his, Dwayne on the map too. Really, all these fucking yeah. people. He he's helped out so many people. He fights his ass off every fucking time. So he re- he extends his arm. He pokes a guy by accident. Finishes the fight, and people are booing. Are you out of your fucking mind? Uh, all those people. Please never go to a fucking fight again. Never go to a fight again. Agreed. Honestly. I'm, I'm totally in agreement with you. Don't even, don't even watch MMA. Don't even... go. Seriously, go watch something else. What, booing? Are you really... I've never booed anybody. It's like heckling at a fucking... Go heckle Dave Chappelle at a fucking comedy club. Booing Uriah Faber? Really? That made me fucking... I was like... I, I texted Uriah, you know, and, and you know he's not feeling good about that win. You know he doesn't like getting booed. Yeah. You know he nah, doesn't. He, wa- he left emotional. You saw it in his face. He doesn't want to win like that. Yeah. I mean, Uriah Faber will go out on a shield. The guy, the guy fought with no fucking arms. Uh, I, I mean, one fight. Remember, he broke both his hands. Yeah. I mean, the the leg against Aldo, his leg looked like a fucking, uh, you know, Czech Congo. I, I mean, seriously. And you're gonna boo that guy? Fuck. Yeah. Assholes. It's you know what though it's and. You guys tell me. I think it's Vegas fight fans. It is. Vegas They're fight fans are ruthless, are, man. Are just, they don't know. They don't. Some. I think sometimes they don't understand the sport. Like they're just there for the pomp and circumstance. And I don't know. I've been. I've been to fights all over the world, and Vegas always seems to be kind of weird when it comes to cheering and booing. It, it really was like I was disgusted as an MMA fan that yeah. that happened. It was like it was like Uriah Faber gets booed, and then they, then they announced CM Punk. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck, kind of what's going on with this sport? Seriously, Uriah. First they boo Faber, and then they go and CM Punk, and you can tell Rogan. And the thing is, I talked to Rogan two days before that about CM Punk. I go because Baroni called him out, and Baroni on Twitter was the funniest thing. Baroni goes, CM Punk, why don't you fight me? Hashtag homo. Like, like that, oh that, 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 that's like the worst way to call somebody. And then someone's like calling people out New York badass style. Like, 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 Barone, like and then he goes, call Scott Coker, which I, I said, you know, but I made a joke about Melvin Gillard being a Coker there. I don't even know how I phrased it. But Baroni calling people out, hashtag homo. <laughs> like, why? That's so so, so terrible. 
terrible. So, like, it's so wrong, terrible, but because it's Brody, I had to laugh because yeah. you could just see in his head, like, like that's that's the way for Brody to pick a fight, is right. to call someone a homo. Like, you know, he doesn't mean, like, yeah. I'm sure he doesn't mean it, like, as a, as a gay term. No, it's a New York thing. It's a New it York. Is, yeah. It's a total New York thing. But uh, but then I was I was asking um, Rogan, I go, do you, who do you think is going to win? Like, CM Punk or, and he, Rogan was like, uh, or Baroni. He's like, that's a good fight. He goes, but we, we don't know if this guy can, is, like, is, is like striking. No one knows about this guy striking. Yeah. But I would, I would see, I hope they bring back Baroni for the CM Punk fight. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be a great fight. That I would know, be a great fight. And I think Baroni would light him up. I don't think he, I think Baroni would be pumped for that fight. Yeah. Uh, I, who know, I mean, who knows? Eddie Truck Gordon, uh, I, I called him. That was brutal against Josh Salmon. I didn't see, I missed that one. That was the one that I missed. Oh, he got his head kick. It was like. I heard all about it though. <sighs> yeah. Oh, man. And that's what, that's what's so hard about the sport. Eddie Truck was doing everything right. Uh, they were booing him too because he was wrestling a little too much, but whatever. And then he just got, he just got head kicked from hell. And uh, that was, uh, that was rough. It was rough to see it. I, 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 and then uh, Ashley Evan Smith, another one. Ah, uh, that was fucking. That was a good fucking fight. Now that bulldog choke, right? Now it's hard to put someone out with that bulldog choke. Yeah. So when she's in that, is she thinking I'm safe? And then it just went too low on the neck, and then she was out. Well, the thing with the bulldog choke is like you have to turn out of it almost immediately. Because like if you let the person sink in with their forearms and just like put their shoulder pressure into it and then tighten up like it's almost impossible you're you're, you're cranking your own neck when you're trying to get out of it when it's tight so it's kind of like you you're you're moving out of it but you're going deeper into it it's really weird um there's no, she Raquel just the timing of it was oh. and the way do you see her body position on the whole yeah like, if she was leaning into it oh god I spoke to Ashley she was back in the gym Monday uh she's she's you know she was winning that fight. She just got caught. She was doing absolutely amazing in that fight. Yeah. Uh, and I, I asked her how uh, Raul was doing. Her. Uh, oh, my God. I go, Hope- that's what she wanted to I talk go, about. I go, hopefully Raul made you feel better. And she's like, his name is whatever, Humberto, or whatever his name is. Um, so, Invicta, the night before. Uh, Invicta on Fight Pass. I love it on Fight Pass. I can watch it on my phone. Nothing, yeah. nothing better than like my friends are driving to the gig and I'm in the back watching a live fight on my phone. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty awesome. how fucking great is technology? Um, the girl Ostrich, you see, uh, yeah, Ostovich, the Hawaiian girl with those. I I, I love awesome that. Takedowns. I love that body though. That hurt. That that like perfectly thick, like just like like a chick Samoan, but like not really. Like I don't know. She just she's just that, that Hawaiian <laughs> body was it did it for me. Um, so uh, her, that, that takedown was great. The, yeah. the defense to a single was unbelievable. How she swept it with her back leg. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's one of my favorite things to do. I love it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's a fun throw. I either like take them to the back or I'll just like get right, on, get right under them and just throw them right over my shoulder. Uh, Tanya Evinger. Uh, look, Always looking great. Look, fucking love that woman. She's hilarious. She is fucking hysterical. By the way, that interviewer for Invicta, can we fire her? <laughs> The blonde? Ah, uh, she was terrible. She was asking all the wrong questions. It was Why don't you so do it? Fucking annoying. Hmm. <laughs> Shannon, I'm proud to should I, should I tell Shannon to hire no, you. No, don't tell Shannon to hire me. I I love Shannon. Shannon's been nothing but great to me. Um, she's well, why like, not? Why don't you don't want to do it? No, I would love to do it, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm qualified. Well, the girl. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The girl's so terrible asking all the wrong questions. Here you go. And now, uh, if you guys want. 
Marina Shafir to be the new Invicta interviewer. Uh, please hit up her up on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit Shannon Knapp on Twitter. Hashtag Marina Shafir Invicta interviewer. Okay. So, uh, by the way, uh, that girl that Tanya Evergirl, but my favorite thing she ever said is she wanted to meet, she wanted to knee Misha Tate in the cooter. Yeah. Uh, that was, who says cooter? I remember in the, during the tough trials, like, uh, she was in our, she was in our corner and, um, she was just a fucking, she was a badass. She like, she came right up to me and she's like, I know about you. She's like, I know you like to throw people on their heads. She's like, I like to do that shit too. And I go, I'm like, this fucking chick is cool. And she's all rugged and yeah. fucking didn't give no fucks. It was, she was awesome. Her and Michelle Old dating. That should have been a reality show. They were dating? Yeah, they were dating. It didn't end well at all. Uh, Michelle came on the show and really went off on her. Why? But, uh, Why did they break up? I don't know. She, M- M- Michelle said she she wasn't. I don't know. She didn't. I don't know. You can we can listen, listen back to the. I don't want to. Do, I'm going to butcher what she said, but yeah. it was pretty damn funny. <laughs> but uh, but I don't know. So Michelle's into, into, into she's into into guys now. She's back into into men. I Michelle think. old. Yeah, but uh, her and Tanya that that. Um, <laughs> Woof. Uh, the girl she fought looked like tight. Like looked like. T- uh, Paris Hilton on steroids. That mm-hmm. that blonde, Jesus. She was a pretty good grappler, though. Did you see how she was moving on the bottom? Her stand up was was ridiculous. Terrible. She was like one of those old nineteen forty oh, boxers. It was bad. It was bad. But like once she hit the ground, maybe that's yeah. How yeah, her yeah her, her, her grappling was pretty decent. Grappling was good. Uh, I'll tell you who looked great. My girl, the happy warrior mm-hmm. Roxanne Modafferi. I'm telling you that going uh, and I actually texted John Wood afterwards and I said, dude, you're the greatest trainer of all time. I yeah. mean, Roxanne had lost six in a row, uh, was really looked like it did not look very good for her at all. And she has her last two fights is fucking Muhammad al Matafari. I mean, she's <laughs> she's lighting people up. She's she's looking quick. She's looking sharp, looking hungry, looking like an athlete. She's looking like a fighter. Like a fighter. She's got, like, she was, and the, the chick she fought, fucking up-and-comer. That girl is talented. That girl's striking is, I've, it's really good. So to be a step ahead of that. Roxanne's I'm killing gonna, it. I'm so proud of her. Me she's too. so sweet. She's so sweet. She deserves all the success she's getting. She really sure. does. She's like, a, she's like, I think she's an alien from a different planet who came to the U.S. to, like, or to, like, Figure out what the hell because no one's that sweet and happy and nice and cool. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I hope she finds a guy to give her the D because uh, she earns it. All right. So now um, the karate hottie lost her fight. Oh, that was, that was such a good fight. Fuck, man. That was such a good fight. Such an exciting fight. Now, is the karate hottie too hyped up because she's no the fucking karate, way? Or, I think she's, I think she is. She is hyped up just the way that she should be. She's very fucking skilled. She's aggressive. She stays... You Did you see how she, like, stood right in front of that chick? Even though that chick was, like... Uh, what was her record? Was uh, it... It was, like, 15 and 5 or something? Yeah, or... like, something crazy like that. And, uh... They just... She just stood right in front of her and didn't care. You, she's a fucking warrior. Yeah, I like... I like, I like Invicta. I, I think it's great. Shannon, you're doing a great job. Yeah. I talked to Shannon. I'm gonna get her back on the podcast. Uh, I like Shannon. I asked yeah. her if she was horny last time she was on. She said she, she, said she was a guy for that. Oh, uh, my God. So uh, I like Shannon. I like I like Julie Kezzy. She does a great job. You know what I love seeing about the show, too? The sportsmanship. After, like, they were hugging each other and, like, you could see karate, like, karate the hottie. Um, she was just really fucking... Yeah, no, the whole thing is great. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, so uh, D- uh, Drake and Diddy got into a fight last week. Wait, what? Yesterday. 
About uh, what? Uh, oh outside, my god, tell me all about it. Okay, they were outside a Miami nightclub. They were arguing over either business or a girl. And then uh, Diddy said, don't disrespect me, and punched Drake. Uh, Drake fell down. Didn't wasn't out, but was like wobbly, and then everyone broke it up. Uh, so they're going to be in the new text chat, by the way. Uh, but uh, yeah, so don't mess with Diddy. D- Diddy's Diddy's Diddy, got it. Diddy still got he it. He gave you the pimp hand. Diddy's a, He's no, like, not a pimp hand. Up. He fucking hit him with a fist. No, like, damn. Diddy's like a thug. Diddy's I mean, gangster. He's, I mean, remember he's he, not just a hype man he anymore. Remember he cracked a, a bottle over that guy's head. He's done a marathon ago. too. <laughs> he ran with Biggie. Yeah, he's, he's got something. I he's mean. like legitimate, and I've seen him. He's a pretty big guy. Like Drake is not a, a big dude at all, no. and, and he's he grew up on the Degrassi in a wheelchair. I mean, Diddy was like from from New York. Right. So uh, exercise in that wheelchair. Yeah. So, uh, but there were some funny ones. People said that, like, uh, someone said that now Diddy's in the mix uh, at 205. Another one said, like, Diddy called out CM Punk. Oh, my Uh, God. Someone said that, like, Drake was still in it, but Herb Dean stopped it too early. There were all these people that were hitting me up whenever something like that happens. Like, uh, Diddy's now the Bellator champion. I just, it kept going on. That's so exciting. I want to read more about that fight. Go to TMZ. I will. So, the Fox... Card real quick because I gotta I gotta be out here in five minutes to coach these kids. Um, Dos Santos versus Miocic. I'm picking Stipe. I think uh, I like Dos Santos a lot, but I think that his best days were punched out of him by Cain Velasquez. Yeah, yep. I think he's super gun shy now. Uh, it's just you can't take those wars; or it's just hard to come back. I mean, he's mm-hmm. taking hits from Mark Hunt. He's been in so many wars. This guy Stipe really has not ever really been hurt in a fight. No. I think he got choked out by Stefan Struve, but he was maybe he was a little hurt in that fight. But uh, I don't know. Stipe's an athlete too. It's so funny. There's a guy that like should be bigger than he is. The guy, you know, is a super cool guy. He was he's an EMT. He's a fireman. He played college baseball. For Cleveland State. Did you he, date him? He call, how you know so much about I have to, him I have without to, looking at a sheet on I have your to, phone? I have to research these guys. Watching he, the countdown. He was actually, Jesus, no, not even that. Christmas. He was also in a college wrestling team with Gerard Harris, actually. Gerald Harris, they were in the same team at Cleveland Is State. Is that so? Tell me more, Adam. Yes. And Steve is <laughs> a great, I mean, he's a great guy, but he's shy. He doesn't like to call people out. He's an introvert, yeah. Doesn't talk shit to anybody. He's just a fighter. And nobody fucking, and people think, people think because he's Croatian, he's from Croatia. Then anyways, he grew up in Cleveland. I, I can't say how many people have, are surprised that he speaks English. So, uh, come on, UFC. Let's market this guy better. Dos Anjos versus Nate Diaz. Marina. Nate Diaz all day. Really? Yeah, I fucking love Nate. I, I want him to win so bad. Me too, but this is a, this is a tough <laughs> fight for him. I don't care. Uh, I don't care. Nate Diaz <laughs> is going to win, and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Is that what the heart says or the mind yes, says? Yes, both of them. All right. All right. Uh, this, uh, I like Nate Diaz a lot. We're, he, we're, we're friends on Twitter. We, we text back and forth. Uh, so I'm picking Nate. All right. Um, uh, Overeem, yes! Overeem versus Stefan Struve. Oh, man. Oh, God, I can't do it. Nah, you know it. I'm so worried for Struve. Struve one time was in the hospital after the Mark Hunt fight, and he's at 3 o'clock in the morning, at my time, I don't know how, and he goes, he goes, MMA roasted, I'm in the hospital, I'm painkillers, please make me laugh. (laughs) And I sent him videos of of me getting attacked at a wedding. Yeah, yeah, like, 
That guy's my friend for life. Uh, so uh, picking, I'm picking Stefan Struve. <laughs> the worst fight picks of all time. Anybody that follows me on Twitter or, or pays me a compliment, you're going to get picked to win their, your fight. Don't lay down bets on that. <laughs> yeah, so we're, Loyal to a fault. Uh, this one. Gabriel Gonzaga versus Matt Mitrioni. This one, uh, Matt Mitrioni actually called me a nerd on Twitter. He goes, who is this fucking nerd? But I'm still picking him for this fight. Yeah, no, Matt Mitrioni is... Yeah. Uh, who else? We, uh, Joe Riggs versus uh, Saunders. Ben Saunders. I like. Wait, th- isn't isn't um, what's her face? Jedrzejczyk. Gadelha versus Jedrzejczyk. I don't know. It's like it's fucking. It's like someone. T- isn't this chick the one that has got like crazy striking? Yeah, they, she's I, like I, super fucking aggressive. Yeah, like the winner of this fight goes. W- yeah. fight, fights the winner of the one fifteen title. Yep, yep. This one chick on the right, Joanna. She's a fucking animal. So you have her winning? I think she's going to win. I, I I know um, I've seen Claudia fight, but I know she cuts a lot of weight. Like, she's got one of the hardest weight cuts. So, uh, and this chick is fucking tough. All right, so right. We're, we're picking Joanna. I've never seen either of those yeah, fights. I'm so. picking Joanna. Uh, Derek Brunson, Ed Herman. I'm picking Brunson. I don't know. Who Joe is. Ellenberger uh, versus Barbarena. Brian Barbarena. I'm picking Joe Ellenberger. Joe. Uh, I love Joe Ellenberger. So, uh, and, and, you know, best friend is his brother. So Joe's winning this fight. Uh, Anthony Burchak. Love that guy. He did the sprawl challenge for my friend. So we're picking him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Versus Ian at Whistle. Uh, he's, he's coming to my show Friday night in, uh, in Arizona, which I'm not sure why. He should be yeah, getting some should sleep. Be getting some sleep. <laughs> yeah, but well, he's still coming. And Henry Cejudo. Who has missed weight four times already? What? He's a gold medalist wrestler. This is his fourth time missing weight. He's the messenger. Get the message should be fucking make weight. Um, this is in front of hometown too. He's fighting Dustin Kamara, who's no joke. I'm picking Henry if he fucking makes weight. I don't know these guys. All right. Well, listen. That is our podcast. Uh, <laughs> you could. Uh, I will be at uh, the comedy spot in Scottsdale. Uh, Friday night and Saturday night. So if you're in town Saturday night, you're in town Friday, come to my show, The Comedy Spot in Scottsdale in Arizona. Um, uh, thank you all for listening. Marina, anything you want to plug? No. Awesome. Uh, thank you, Fox Sports. Thank you, DJ. Thank you, Angie Hill. Good luck in your fight Friday night. Uh, MMA Roasted or at Adam Comedian. Thank you, guys. Take care. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.